Hi, Zoe. Welcome to the Perpessence Podcast. Hello, Brian. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. Uh, so we talked a little bit or discussed what, what we wanted to go over, and that was Law of Attraction. Yeah. And I definitely would like to hear your opinions or opinions and your thoughts and what you yeah what you think about law of attraction but first i wanted to ask how was your life before you found yoga blogging and using these law of attraction techniques oh geez my life before all of that was probably one big mess i wasn't so i wasn't outwardly depressed all the time my high school years were definitely i was very depressed in and out of mental hospitals couldn't figure out my own emotions too much i wasn't good at expressing it so i took it out on myself a lot Mm -hmm. um but a lot of that had to do with the fact that i was bullied and in school and that was very tough for me so my my way of dealing with that was self-harming and doing things that just weren't healthy for me and i Honestly, at some points I didn't want to live anymore, but it was, it was scary because I was too afraid to die, but living wasn't appealing to me. Mm -hmm. So it was that in between. So, and then once I found this whole secret to life, I basically, my life completely did a one, 180 and I'm just a completely different person now. Wow. Yeah. So like. Just like, just like, just normal. Like, how did you feel then? Just like, you're not really doing anything, but just like the feeling. How did you feel then compared to now? Like, did you, like, what is that feeling of in between? Like, it's, not- this, it's this feeling of being so depressed and watching everyone around you flourish and continue on with their lives. And it feels as if, I'm drowning and I'm holding my hand up, but nobody is helping me grab my hand. Or Mm -hmm. if they are, the water is just, my body is just too heavy that when they're trying to grab, nothing's happening. And it like, it feels like I'm stuck in mud while everybody's going on with their lives. It feels like every single morning hating your life. And there, there were days when I would like my life and I would go out with friends and it would be fun. But then I would wake up the next day and it was just this cycle again of, wow, I'm going to be living my life in this black cloud for the rest of my life. I might as well just accept it now. And it was, it was very scary. So you had to grab your own hand. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yep. I went through the same, I went through the same thing. Uh, in a di- I, in a different, I took a different journey, but you know, I, I had my own past life and yeah, I had to, no one was doing anything for me. <laughs> if I wanted something different, I had to do it myself. Yeah. What were your emotions like? It was like, like, like a caged bird that wanted to sing, but a lot of times, like sometimes they'll be singing and most times not. So like bits and pieces of me now where I I am now I was then and I didn't know it it was hidden deep so parts of it was urging to get out so bad that it would come out so like my passions like writing I wrote music 
and that like changed my my life and then i kind of threw that away a little bit it's like it's still coming back to that all the time um i got into like personal training in the gym i got into running like road races and got like really good got like got like a sponsorship good and threw that away it's like so what's going on here i keep striving for things but like keep throwing it away and then it just kept i kept going down and down and down and went to alcohol and uh stayed cooped up in my house like uh failed relationship all that stuff you know i just kept going down and down and yeah basically it's like i wanted to get out but i did like like i made a, a post earlier earlier get out of your own way and i was in my own way big time like, yeah that was that was my problem yeah like, i stepped yeah go ahead oh i said i was gonna say i had to step aside and let life just happen because i can't control life yeah the only things we can control is how we we take what life gives us we can't control what life is going to put out it's some of that is we just have to let things flow and ride with the waves and yeah ride with the negative emotions and positive emotions because none of it is permanent we're not going to be feeling depressed forever and we're not going to be feeling this exciting high forever either we have to accept the fact that one day we might wake up and feel depressed and that's okay. And then the next day we might wake up and feel completely different, very happy. And life is going to throw curveballs at us. I like that you said that. Um, like we always think about being depressed and everything. And it now I know just like yourself that it doesn't last forever, but also on the other side of the coin, that, that excitement, that just like days, weeks, months, even a year, that's like, the year of my life like it's amazing like i can't focus on that like i would focus on depression either like because then what's going to happen the next year when it's like oh this year is like just meh it's like i i miss that i miss that feeling yeah we can't do that because i feel like if we're if we just get to this point of being happy with ourselves and then we're happy for the rest of our lives and everything is going our way for the rest of our lives we will never learn anything ever again because yeah. we learn through struggle and we learn through the negative emotions. So if we're continuously happy, that's actually a life of boredom because you're just going to be living the same life over and over again, I feel. I, I listened to a podcast called Harmontown and they were, it's a comedy podcast and they were talking about heaven and he's like, what do they do? Like, it's only got to be like entertaining for so long that you get bored it's like all right i want to die now can i just die just like can't be blank because <laughs> you're doing like so much good all the time like so what's the point of that yeah exactly so what did you do to overcome those struggles that you had in your past life i had to convince myself that Basically, I was worth it somehow. And I had to convince myself that although I might have people supporting me around me, they can't support me until I support myself. They can't love me until I love myself. So I had to grab my own hand. Like you said earlier, I had to literally grab my own hand and pull myself out of the mud. And I started doing things like 
putting up little sticky notes on my on my doors on my mirror in my room that would say things like you are worth it you are beautiful you are enough and eventually i would look at those every single day and when you surround yourself with that type of positivity every single day you can't help but mold your mind to that a little bit right yeah i did a something similar i would just talk to myself in the mirror i'd journal all the time mm -hmm. and like yeah it's like you're trying to convince yourself it's yeah. kind of weird like at the time like did you realize what you were even doing sort of but sort of not like i was it was like that saying fake it till you make it yeah and i look at myself in the mirror and i would say i am enough and at first it was like you're lying to yourself zoe and it's like, okay, just shut up. Even if you're lying to yourself, just shut up and believe it for two seconds. Because yeah. it, is, it, is, it is strange. You're literally trying to convince yourself of something that you don't feel yet. Right. Yeah. It's, it's weird looking back then because I did the same thing, look in the mirror and say, I love you. And it's like, like no, you look, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> like, look yeah. at yourself. Yeah. yeah. And like... Also, at the same time, I always need to remember that I did that then and I, I'm not done yet. Like, I need to keep working on myself and there's another level. Yeah, I don't think we will ever stop working on ourselves. I think there will always be something that we have to work towards and work on, but it gets easier every single time. Like, whereas... Yeah years ago it would take i would be in a depression for like three to four weeks at a time sometimes i wouldn't be eating because i was so upset now it's like i'm able to get myself out of a depression in about 20 minutes just by giving myself those positive affirmations and thinking positively and other things about the law of attraction that we'll talk about later but hmm. it's like i still get depressed it's just that i'm able to overcome it easier but i'm always going to be in a place sometimes of depression. It's always gonna happen. It's just how you are able to deal with it that you have to work on. Right. So uh, what kind of things uh, causes your depression? Um, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that I have different, I have a different way of thinking than a lot of people. My mom at a very, when I was very young, she always used to say that I was an old soul, that I was, different than the other kids, not in a weird, not in a bad way, but, um, she said a specific time when I had friends over for my birthday party one day and everybody was outside playing. And I decided at my own birthday that I wanted to go into my room and read a book yeah. This was when I was seven years old, because I felt more content learning and doing those types of things rather than running around with my friends, having fun. And I still believe that to be true today. A lot of it is my like people want to go out and party and they want to drink and they want to do all of this stuff and and that's fine for them that is completely fine for them but for me i get more enjoyment from yoga and hiking and having um, meditation circles and talking about my feelings and talking about how to better myself and i feel like sometimes i don't always fit in and so i wind up feeling alone a lot of the time and i think my depression comes in there because I feel like a lot of people just don't understand me when I do go out to the bar and people are talking about um, 
not superficial things, but like surface level stuff, I guess. Yeah. Just like the same thing. And, and here I am, like, all I want to talk about is like how to better yourself and crystals and what I learned about astrology and stuff. And if I talked about that at the bar, people would look at me like I had two heads, you know? Yeah, but that's good though. It's like, good, but a lot it, of society hasn't, hasn't, I feel like woken up to that yet. And I feel like sometimes they don't always want to hear me out. Like I've actually had people tell me, that's really weird. I don't even know why you're talking about that. And then I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to shut up now, go into my own little bubble. <laughs> well, like, I, that is like, at first it's like, I mean, do you have to be so rude, you know, but <laughs> at the same time, like, like, why would you want to talk to someone that doesn't care about what you care about? I think the answer to that question would be, and this is past me because now I've kind of moved forward, but right. in the past, even just like a year ago, I think it was, I didn't have anyone to talk about those things with. Mm. So unless I stayed in my room all day, every day, I kind of have to hang out with those types of people that don't really have common interests because that's, that's all that was around me, you know? That's yeah, a tough one. Yeah. I, I understand that for sure because I grew up playing guitar and like all I do is sit on my bed and just play, play, play for hours and hours. And it's like, well, that's that. I have no one to talk to about it. Yeah. It's like, look at this thing growing. Like I'm look what I'm learning. Look what I'm doing. It's like I have no one to share that with. Our, what we learn and cherish, we should have more joy in sharing it than keeping it to ourselves i agree i definitely do it's just finding the right people to share yeah. it and like i said i don't want if anybody's listening to this and they do go to the bar and they do party and they do drink that's perfectly fine for you like i don't want people to think that i'm bashing that in any way it's just that in today's culture, that's what a lot of the culture embraces. And the fact that I don't embrace it is um, very frustrating to me. So because I just have a different viewpoint on life. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to put that out there. <laughs> right. And I'm the same way. I don't go out to bars. I, I, at, When I was like at the worst point of my life about like four, three, four years ago-ish, like I would go to bars and it was, I was wasting my time. Like I love what I do now. You should, if you love going to bars and stuff, you're doing what you love. But like, yeah. if you have a love for something and you're just like wasting time, like it, and then you only realize that after the fact, like, but yeah, I was wasting my time. I'm yeah. like, wow, that was a, I did that for like a year. Yeah. I, I actually stopped, funny story, I stopped going, I've gone to the bar since this, but it's it's definitely lessened. Um, I went to the bar for my 22nd birthday and I got really drunk. When I drink, a lot of times I drink and I don't know when to stop. It's like, it feels mm. so good, like it's such a good, <laughs> like, fuzzy feeling, you know? Yeah. And I was really drunk and I wound up um, tearing my my knee all the ligaments in my knee because i tripped and i could not walk for three and a half weeks and mm. even when i did get off the crutches i had to relearn how to walk 
because my leg was just walking as if I was still on crutches. And so that's what made me realize like, this just isn't for me. This isn't who I am. And I'm literally, I literally just paid tons of drinks just to get not only a hangover, but a swollen knee. I think right. I spent like over a hundred dollars for that outcome. And I yeah. was this, this has to stop. This has to stop. It doesn't give me any joy. And it wound up just ruining my whole entire summer. Yeah. And like, I feel like we need to learn how to enjoy things without a, a crutch or an aid. Like I had to learn to do that. Yeah. Cause absolutely. like I would love watching movies or listening to like a comedy podcast and just having a drink or yeah. and it le leads to many. And like, I'm, I'm, ha I'm here having a great time, not doing any harm to anyone responsible. I'm by myself. It's not with the kids. Like, Going to bed, getting up, having my day job, doing everything responsible. But I was just thinking one day, I need to learn how to enjoy this without that. Like Exactly. Me too. And a lot of times when I would go out to drink, it was, oh, I'm going to get so drunk and I'm going to have that amazing feeling. It wasn't really even to have fun with my friends. It was kind of to escape what I was dealing with when I wasn't drunk. Yes. Which is the same thing as not as needing a crutch to feel a certain way. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that's what it is an escape for sure. And it's tough when you're when you're having a hard time, you gotta do what you gotta do. Sometimes sometimes you're gonna do stuff that you don't think is good. But you know, I don't I wouldn't take back anything I did. You know, I I got pretty reliant on alcohol it was pretty bad but at the same time it helps me realize now how bad it really is in a big like i felt the impact on myself and now the whole like you said it's a culture in our society it's crazy like it is it, it's it, it is like i feel like so many people are focusing less on themselves and yeah. alcohol definitely encourages you to focus less on yourself it does yeah so what do you recommend someone listening to this right now that wants to make a change in their life specifically the way they feel every day there's a lot of advice i can give but one you have to believe that you're worth it one in order to in order to move forward you have to believe that you're worth the change and number two you have to actually want it and you have to care enough about it and believe that you already are what you're striving to be that is the whole secret to life is believing that you already are what you are striving to be so if you want to make a change to be a happier individual maybe you have a goal to be the next rap star or you have a goal to be um, anything else that you're striving to become. Believe that you already have the skills to get you there and write it down too. Write down what you want from life because it's one thing to have it up in your head, 
to be thinking about in your head. But when you actually say it and then put it on paper, it makes it so much more real. And the universe or whatever you believe, I believe the universe is on our side. Whatever you believe, um, God, whatever God you believe in, putting it down, they are going to hear that. And they're going to see that because now you've taken it out of your own mind and put it into the world. And life is going to start bringing you things that are going to help you aid to whatever goal you have. So in my situation, I want to work for myself. I want to be an entrepreneur of some kind. I want to be a motivational speaker. I am working towards that right now. And I told myself... I want to connect with people who have the same path as me, who have the same goals and who strive like me. And I started doing yoga more online and I started um, making videos about, about um, helping others and, and helping them reach their best selves. And I'm like, well, if I can, if I can reach out to some people, then Maybe they're gonna maybe they're gonna hear me because by me sitting in my room all day doing nothing is not gonna help me network because no one even knows I exist. So you have to start somewhere. And then all of a sudden I started getting um, different people reaching out to me, and you reached out to me about do you want to be on a podcast? And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a great way. <laughs> and so many things. And I I found out about this club called Toastmasters, which helps you become a motivational speaker. So I went to the first meeting and I met somebody who has the same exact life plan as me. And he's helping me and mentoring me come up with amazing speeches to, to hopefully one day speak in front of stages. And so it's little things like that. When you start manifesting it and you start believing what you, what you strive to become and that you already are, life is going to be like, Here's this person, here's this person, here's this person who are all going to help you become what you want. Oh, I love that. I've heard of Toastmasters, actually. That's like a, they're huge, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've heard of that. I, too, would love to speak on stage. Yeah. That, that would be amazing. Yeah. I, always thought, I always thought about going on cruises and speaking. <laughs> I'm like, I'll never go on a cruise. Because I want to be so good that I don't have to pay to go on a cruise. Exactly. <laughs> They'll so pay I, to go on the cruise. Yes. That's what I want to do. <laughs> yeah. I have this goal to... So I want to become a motivational speaker and, and speak to different populations. And my, my goal right now is to make it to a TED Talk or a TEDx um, to be able to speak like there first to get, to get myself out there. And then hopefully um, maybe get a little more known so I can help other people. Because I feel like there are so many people in this world that have so much potential, but they're stuck in this society right now of, and I get it all the time. I've had even family members tell me that my dreams are invalid. How can you tell me, how can you tell me what's invalid? The way I see that is you've given up on your dreams. So yes. you're basically thinking that my dream should be given up on too because you've given up on yours. And I feel they like don't think it's possible. They don't think it's possible. And so a yeah. lot of people wind up, they, they have these ideas in their head, but they're like, I'm just not good enough for it. I don't have enough money. I don't have the connections. But you can 
make the connections. If you really believe in, if you really care about it, you will. Even if that means that you have to work three extra shifts a week to make that extra money to start your own business, then you're going to have to sacrifice some things. You're going to have to sacrifice sleep. You're going to have to sacrifice a social life. I've started um, sacrificing my social life so that I can write more, so that I can make more videos, do more yoga. Yeah, it's it's possible. It's it's tough at times. Like I'm a single father. I work 50 hours a week at a factory, so it's 10 hour shifts. I'm it's a factory. It's not my body's tired. I'm, I'm mentally drained, even though I'm not using my mind there. Just sometimes I do. Sometimes I have a good conversation with people every once in a while, but I have my two kids and I pick them up from their moms. We hang out for a while and I drop them off. We do that every day. And it's like, I, I charted out on a 24 hour clock. I made a chart, charted out my whole day. And I only have about, about 90 minutes of me time. That's it out of my day out of like all right i can sit down and 100 percent focus and that's at the very end of the day my mind's already shot so yeah. i have to really focus yeah it it's tough and if i can do it i know a lot of people can do it exactly and i know that it gets overwhelming and there are those struggles there you know there could be people who um are in a situation where their finances are just so stressful and it's tough and it's so hard and it's like you're so tired and you don't want to work anymore but you're going to have to sacrifice a little bit to get to where you want to be and believe me I'm 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 not anyone who came from money I'm not anyone who came from um getting getting things from their parents yes my parents have done the best that they can but they never gave me a car. They never gave me this, that, and the third. I pay all of my own bills. Um, I work at a group home for um, girls in DCF care. It is a very emotionally draining job. And sometimes all I want to do is leave the job, crawl under my covers, and cry for the rest of my life because it's so draining and it's not paid the amount that it should be paid. But I still do what I need to do. And that's another reason why I do so much yoga and so much meditation and so much for other people because I have I I just have so much stress on my mind from my my full-time job right now that I have to do these things. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, like I I believe in the the yin yang kind of deal. Like every every time every if you have a hard, if you have a day where you work really, really hard, you have to equal that out with rest. Yeah. And how, however, you do rest is what you need to do. Yeah. It doesn't have to be sleeping, but it could be like your your yoga. It could be writing. It could be anything you need to do. Yeah. And that's how you balance. Exactly. It could even be five minutes in your car after you get out of work to just ground yourself to say, okay, I got out of work. Now I'm going to go home and do this, or I'm just going to breathe for five minutes. Even if it's just that five minutes of you time is more than no minutes of you time. Yeah. And you're going to be glad you did it afterwards too. Yeah. It's just tough. The tough part is doing it. Like <laughs> once you do it, it's easy. Yeah, it is. The tough part is doing it. And for a while I was like 
this isn't going to work. Therapy never worked for me. How would I help myself if therapy can't even help me? But then it was like, I can't even explain when exactly it happened. But one day I just woke up and I was like, this is really easy. This is really easy to let go of my depression and let go of my stress. And not that it's easy every single day, but it's easier than it had been. Yeah. And it's like, wow, when did this happen? When did this start working? And I don't question it. Like, I'm like, I'm okay with it, but I'm like, wow, like this actually really works. It really does. If you really believe it, you will start to mold your mind. And I wrote a blog post about it, my last blog post about neuroplasticity, yeah. which is basically the idea that if you, whatever you present to your brain the most, your brain is going to mold to that. Your brain is like a sponge. It will absorb whatever you feed it. So if you're feeding negativity, your brain is going to be a, a pile of mushy negativity. But if you, if you feed it with positive comments and you feed it with positive activities, your brain is going to crave that. Your brain is going to start to crave the positivity and the positive, um, the positive things that you do for yourself because that's what it's going to get used to. But if you're constantly telling yourself that you're this, that, and the third, that you're ugly, that you're fat, that you're too skinny, that you're not worth it, that your dreams are, that your dreams are invalid, your brain's going to crave that too. Your brain's going to be like, tell me how ugly I am. Tell me how fat I am. Tell me I'm not worth it. You know? Yeah. Uh, it's so true. Uh, coming from being, growing up and being a musician, like just from, I know from practical experience and then like learning the science behind it, like, yeah, we have, we build these habits and your brain builds up like, like synapses of like what you're doing. It's like, it's ready. It's it, all right. You, you played the guitar, you have this scale. I you, you just it keeps firing. It's in my head all day. And I go to play the guitar, know how to play it, it because I keep practicing it. Yeah. I keep doing that. It keeps going. And you can do that with anything. You can do that with, oh, I don't want to mow the lawn. You keep saying that. Oh, I don't want to mow the lawn. And then your brain's still saying that. It's it, like how you said, why aren't you saying I don't want to mow the lawn? Oh, thanks for reminding me. Yeah, I don't want to mow that lawn. Exactly. So like. Once you say, oh, I'm going to put on my headphones and I'm going to listen to my favorite show or listen to this new album that just came out and mow the lawn and like, oh, I don't I don't mind mowing the lawn with my headphones on. Now you build that in your brain yeah. like, oh, and if someone's talking about yard work, yeah, yeah, I like doing yard work. Put my headphones on. Have a good time. Yeah. I used to be I don't want to mow the lawn person. <laughs> I used to be a, I don't want to wake up in the morning I was not a morning person at all but then I realized hey okay so I'm working second shift primarily what am I going to do sleep all day until second shift and get out at 11 p.m. and then repeat the next day I have stuff I need to get done so I still get up at seven o'clock in the morning still do my little yoga flow still um, brainstorm about what I want to do next with with um inspiring others I still yeah. get do all that stuff and at first it was like oh I'm so tired but now it's like my brain is up at seven in the morning and it's like you can't go back to sleep you can't go back to sleep don't go back to sleep and it's like you're right I'm not going to go back to sleep because I have things I need to do for my future right so that was what like let's explain that in a nutshell because you you recommended uh knowing that you're worth it 
like telling yourself that you're worth the change. Yeah. Do you have any other recommendations for someone wants to change their daily life? Um, yes. Change who you surround yourself with is very important because let's say you want to, let's say you want to become a motiva- a motivational speaker and you want to network with people and you want to meet the right people, but you're going out to the bar every single night or every single weekend spending $300, $400 in that weekend continuing to do that again and again and again, who are you networking with? Who are you meeting that's different? If you're continuing to live in the same habits and patterns, nothing is going to change. You can't change until you change. Nothing is going to change until you change. And so if you, if you substitute, even if you just start with substituting a Friday night, instead of going to the bar, you can still go to the bar on Saturday night, but maybe on Friday night, you go to a club that helps you become a motivational speaker or you sit down with someone who already is a motivational speaker at Starbucks on a Friday night instead of going to the bar on a Friday night. Right. Starting, starting simple like that, because if, like I said, if you're continuing to hang out with people who aren't, who aren't motivating you or maybe they're motivating you, but they can't get you there then you're not really helping yourself either. So change cannot come until you change something. Right. Yeah, you should feel like you, you should feel like the people you're around, like you want to bring out your best self. Yeah. You want to shine. Like you don't want to pretend like you're someone else. Yeah. And not saying that those people, if those people that you go out to the bar with are friends that you've had since kindergarten, you can absolutely still have a connection with them and be friends with them. But maybe say, hey, guys, I think I'm going to sacrifice the bar this weekend and I think I'm going to I think I'm going to work more on my blog or I think I'm going to work more on this rap that I created or this beat that I've created. I think I'm going to. I think I'm going to work on that a little bit more, go to the studio more. I think I'm going to work on my basketball moves a little more because I want to become an NBA star. And if they're your real friends, they'll already know. Like, because you'll be talking about all that. And you're like, because I did that with my podcast when I first started. I said, I, I am not going to drink at all because I am going to do this. I am going to launch this show. I am going to have like so many episodes recorded first before I start and I'm going to have a logo. I'm going to have it all. I, I, and to do this, I have to be the best me. Am mm-hmm. I the best me when I'm drinking? Even if it's just one drink, am I the best me? The answer is no for myself. It's not. So I need to be the best me so I can do what I am going to do. Which is that is the best version of myself at that time was going to release this podcast. So that's that's how I did it. And every I did it with my friends one night. I just because every we get together every Sunday and there's drinks and we play board games and we have a great a good old time. And one day I brought tea and there's just like I'm like, yeah, we're drinking we're drinking tea now. <laughs> like yeah. then we guess what? We all quit. So we we were we didn't drink for like six months ish, 
Like that's really good. They chose that. I didn't like. I didn't make anyone do it. Yeah. And they they knew what I was doing, and they supported and those me. Are, those are that's an example of a good group of people because they're they're helping you become your best self. They're not holding you back, and they're not making you feel guilty. Like, oh come on, you don't want one drink. Instead, they're yeah. willing to try, and they're willing to kind of move with you, and they're they're willing to elevate with you, and that's yes. really great. I agree. And that's 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 how I view friendship or it doesn't even you don't even need a word for that. That's how you view like someone you care about, really. Yeah. Just a like, decent any, human being. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So you you talked about like the people uh, we surround ourselves with. And that's actually I'm glad you brought that up because that leads me to the, into the next question. Uh, you have an Instagram video, and uh, I believe it's called Match Your Tribe to Your Vibe. Yes. Yeah, I'd like to talk about that a little bit and elaborate even more onto that. And can you explain that video uh, to the listeners? Because we talked about the bar, but I want to talk more about the tribe. You, you're Like, every Sunday, I get together with my tribe. So yeah. can you explain that for us? Your tribe is a healthy tribe, is your group of people that have the same vision as you. It doesn't have to be the exact same vision. So let's say, like I said before, let's say you want to become an NBA star and they want to become um, the next rapper. But if you have the same vision in mind that you both are, know that you are going to become successful and you're going to do what you need to do, then that's 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 a good tribe to have because that's a group of people who are motivated they're self-motivated they know their worth and they help each other they they believe in each other that's really important and they support each other because there are going to be some people out there who say that they believe in you but they don't support you they'll say yeah i believe you can do this i believe you can definitely do that but then you talk to them and and they don't they they guilt trip you like like if you like your example like let's say those group of people said i'm not going to try any of that tea i don't really know like that's like what happened to you all of a sudden you like tea that's <laughs> a group, good group of people but if if you're like you know i started going to this club and i started doing this and they're like that's awesome like can i try going with you or tell me more about it like i'm all ears like i want to hear about this stuff that's a good tribe to have also, a good tribe to have is people who, people who have connections and who can help you network to get there. People who know people. If you're sitting around, I think the example that I use, sitting around with people who are just literally, they get up, they play video games all day, they go to work, they come back and they're playing more video games. What connections can you make with, uh, with a TV screen? You know what I mean? But if you are surrounding yourself with people who know somebody who's um who produces who's a record producer or if you know somebody whose uncle used to play for the nba and knows this coach you know what i mean those types of people um is a good tribe to have if you're if if you're surrounding yourself with the people who are playing video games all day you're going to start to get lazy you are going to start to get lazy i will guarantee that but if you're surrounding yourself with people who are just as driven as you, their energy is going to feed off of you and your energy is going to feed off of them. Yes. Yeah, if, you, if you're if you around video games, you're going to be playing video games. Mm -hmm. 
if they're you're fun. they're fun yeah if you're around people who are motivating themselves you're going to be like you know what? i want to motivate myself too mm -hmm. you imitate what you're around the most yeah and that when you're with those people you need to understand that like what's going on like you, what are you doing with your life and when you go with these people what are they doing with their lives yeah. and like how how does that influence you and how do you influence them right and a lot of times it's hard it's i've had people talk to me about um either significant others or a friend group that they have and they're like i really want to do this but my friends want to do this instead or my boyfriend wants to do this instead and they're bringing me down at some point yeah. you have to really you have to really hone in and take control of your own life like this is the life that you're living if you really if you really really care about the dreams that you have you're gonna sacrifice that if you have to break up with that boyfriend or girlfriend if you have to say to that friend group hey i'm gonna need to like take a step back for a second because i need to do what i need to do at some point we have to put our big boy or big girl pants on and be like okay i i need to take control of my life now i'm not gonna let these outside forces control my life because i'm living my life for myself i'm not living my life to please my best friends and going to the bar with them or doing this or that with them i'm living it for myself i'm glad you said that because that's that was me you just described me back then i uh i always wanted to do something but the person I was with, like in a relationship, didn't approve of it. And it's like, well, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, that sucks for you. I'm, I'm sorry, but. <laughs> and then I went along with it for the longest time, mm -hmm. like nine years. Wow. That's and people do that their whole life and never get out of it. Yeah. They're married, married for like 30 years plus. Can I just say too that that is an example of abuse? I just want to put that out there for a second too, because although it's not the topic we're talking about, that that itself is abuse because you are not allowing somebody to think for themselves. You're manipulating them into thinking what you want them to think. And I feel like a lot of people are in relations with relationships like that because they're not they're doing something to please another person and then years go by and years go by and then you find that oh my gosh that dream that i had like 30 years ago i still never accomplished and i'm still with this person who keeps telling me still that i'm not good enough to do that so yeah. i think recognizing that that being in a relationship or a friendship with somebody who is not supporting you and who's bringing you down and telling you that it's not valid you got to get out of that because that's toxic it is and you don't even know it at the time you do That's but you don't it's like it, it's crazy it's it's really foggy it's like it, yeah it's insane yeah it, it is it is abusive and at the same time you need to step up and have a spine too yeah and it's, it's tough it's tough it really is tough but at some point you really do have to have a spine and you have to even if that means that you have to reach out to a family member and say hey I need help getting out of this relationship or I need help getting out of this friendship. But yeah. you got to do, you have to do it because like I said, you're living your life for yourself. Not so, for anyone else. Yes. How would you recommend cutting that out? Cause that also fits in with the tribe. If you're in a tribe, you're like, whoa, 
what what am I doing here? I don't belong. I don't belong here. Or if you're in a relationship, I don't belong in this relationship. Like we're just we're at different frequencies. We're growing at different levels. We're following different paths, and I think it's time to follow our paths. Like, how do we grow that spine? How do we cut that out? So two ways. So if you're at the point where you don't realize that the behavior is toxic, that the tribe you're in is toxic, then it goes back to that initial thing that I said with convincing yourself that you're worth it. Because when you continue in a relationship with someone who is abusing you and bringing you down, or you're in a friendship with somebody who's abusing you or bringing you down, that, that means right there that you don't think you're worth it. What you think you're worth is being abused. What you think you're worth is being taken advantage of and told that your dreams aren't realistic. But when you start believing that your dreams are realistic and that you are worth it, then you're going to start to say, hey, I, I deserve more than this. So if you're at that point of not even knowing yet that you need to get out of that relationship or friendship, start with, I am worth it. I am worth it every single day. If you're at the point where you know that you're worth it and you're in, let's say you're in a relationship with somebody who is abusing you, but you know that you need to get out of it. You need to have that conversation with them. I deserve this. And this is what I want to do with my life. And I just don't think anymore that we, that we can help each other and that we can elevate each other anymore. And what I suggest to a lot of people is if they are giving you a hard time, not only do you need to cut them out, you need to cut them from contacting you, block them. You need to cut them from social media because what's going to happen is those types of people are going to keep coming back into your life and you'll, you'll cut them off. Right. And then they'll come back a week later and say, you know what? You're right. I haven't really been supporting you. And you know, I'm going to, I'm going to be different this time. I'm, I promise I'm going to be different this time. And you say, okay. And you go back to them and then they're, they're okay for a week. And then they see that you start to get comfortable again and they say, okay, you know what? Your dreams are invalid again. They're, they're not worth it again. And it's the cycle. So I suggest that with those types of toxic people, you cut them out immediately when it comes to friendships the same way, because they can be just as abusive cut that you have to hopefully, hopefully you have some decent friends that will understand that you just need to take some space right now. But if you're if you're looking at people who are just going to degrade you and bully you for leaving the friend group, you just have to cut it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's uh, it, it's it's best for like if you're in a relationship. I think it's best for both of you, so you can both take time on your own and learn about yourself and work on yourself. Yeah. And become a better person. And every relationship still. Uh, learning experience you learn and grow from it yeah and that's how we have to look at it that's a good point that you brought up you learn from every experience and relationship that you're in and what i want to stress to people if they're going to take something away from the topic we're talking about now is like with your tribe and stuff is that some people come into your life and they're very 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 important to you at that moment in your life but they're only meant to be in your life for a season. Some people are not meant to be in your life for a lifetime. They're meant to be in this chapter to bring you into the next chapter. Yes. And I feel like in relationships, a lot of people will say, 
but this person was so good to me. We had so many memories and we did so many fun things and we do all these things together, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they are here forever. It just Mm -hmm. means that they are there for this season and next season you're going to meet somebody else, maybe for a lifetime or maybe just for another season. Right. Yeah. Enjoy the moment. Like you did all that. Great. That was then like, this is now. What did you learn from it and move on? Yeah. And it's hard. It's really hard. I, I totally understand it. It's very, very difficult. Um, but if you remind yourself that some people are literally, they're just supposed to be here for a season, it makes it a little bit easier. Like, okay. Like, yeah, definitely. It's, it puts it in a language that's understandable. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that one. Cause then, yeah, that, to- that totally makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, how how do you shift your life around when you realize, oh, we already talked about that, when you realize <laughs> you, sh- you don't belong in the tribe you're in? So actually, no, we can talk about that. So we, we talked about um, telling yourself that you're worth it. So actually, I wanted to say to you that if you just work on yourself, like, and you commit to that, there's like two options for people. They're either going to stay with you and grow with you, or they're going to fall off. So naturally, your tribe's going to go away because they're either going to like be offended that you're doing good and that you're like kicking ass in life. They're like, oh, I don't want to hang out with that person anymore. Like they think they're too good or they're, you know, oh, now they got this new job and we're either too good for us or like just if you're kicking ass in life those scrubs are gonna fall off yeah or they're gonna pick up their life and they're gonna like because that's what happens in my friend group like i'm working on myself i changed my life around i'm i have a podcast i'm looking to actually work for myself for a living and I'm doing it smart. Like, I'm not dumb. I got two kids. I, yeah. I, I have benefits and all that. And I look at jobs the same way as you were talking about with the seasons with relationships. Like, every job's important. So this is my stepping stone to get to where I want to go. Yeah. And my friends are doing the same thing. Like, yeah. my best friend started going to college. And he's 27 years old. So he quit a job that he he's only had one job his whole life. And he quit it because he told himself he's worth it. And he he started he got a brand new job, a good job, and is now going to college. Like, that's awesome. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. My my other friends going to college and yeah, everyone's doing doing great. It's. I don't want to say it's because of me. It's because of us. Like, yeah, if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be doing what I do now. Yeah. So it's like this, like this podcast, like whatever I'm saying is not what I'm saying. It's what we're saying. Like I'm getting it off of you. Yeah. And we, and, and we're helping each other too. We're helping each other by, um, supporting what we're doing i'm I'm supporting your podcast and, mm-hmm. and you in return are supporting my words and and i'm honored that you that you chose me to be on one of your episodes 
that. So we're helping each other in that way too. And I think that's important in a tribe that you help each other. Yes. One thing that I want to bring up though, and you were talking about people are either going to be offended and they're going to fall off or they're going to grow with you. And the people who fall off, we, we have to take a step back and be like, okay, it's not, it's not my responsibility to pick them back up. Ah, yeah. Because that's very important too. I am an empath. If you don't know what an empath is, it's somebody who takes on a lot of emotions as their own. Um, We feel emotion very deeply. We can sense when something's troubling somebody else just by the look on their face or their energy. If you, if you are constantly picking people back up when they're falling, you're going to forget to pick yourself back up. Right, because you're you don't have the time. You're spending all your energy on someone else. Yeah, and if someone, if if you, if you're moving forward and you're being successful and you're and you're getting your life together and you like you are a success and your friends don't have their energies aren't matching up, that there's nothing wrong with them and there's nothing wrong with you, but you just have to know when to say, all right, I'm going to keep going up here. And if you don't want to come with me, then that's okay. But it's not my responsibility to bring you up with me. Yeah. Exactly. Unless, you know, if they're asking for help and stuff and like, you can help if you want. But like, if they just take, 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 and that's it. Yeah. It's not not healthy. Yeah. So you have a, a video on comparison. And I like I like that one a lot because... I feel like that's really prevalent in our society, not even our, just in general. And it's one of the biggest stress inducers out there. I even fall into it at times, even now, like I'll compare myself with like someone like that's already at their A game. It's like, I know they started this like 10, 20 years ago. So I understand, but I still compare myself to that. And I know I shouldn't, but I still do every once in a while, try to shake out out of that. And what I'm feeling is like a negative emotion when that happens. And that's that's not really good because they don't have anything to do with me. Like they don't even know who I exist. And I have this negative emotion because I'm comparing myself to someone I want to be. And really, it's like, why? Let's flip. Let's flip that coin. Let's 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 reverse it and say instead of comparing in a bad way, why not lift them up and like I'm glad they're doing something really good with their life. They're they're trying, they're successful or whatever they're doing. And now I don't have that negative emotion anymore. Now it's like I practice that and I'm like loving that people are loving life. And yeah, yeah, that that changes it all around. And that's comparing in a good way. So I guess maybe comparison could be good if you look at it like that instead of the look at it in a healthy way and you compare and you say, um, well, that person's that person's obviously kicking ass. Maybe I should kind of follow in their footsteps a little bit more and do some similar things that they're doing because it's obviously working for them. But like you said, if you're comparing and saying, well, wow, like they have a hundred thousand views on their podcast and I only have like a couple thousand views on mine. Well, fuck that guy. It's like, (laughs) well, why are you going to, why are you going to say fuck that guy? Like he's just living his life. And like you said, some of these people have been at it for years and years and years and you can't compare 
the fact that maybe you've only been doing it for a couple months while they've been doing it for years and years and years. So they built that following. You have to give yourself time to build that following too in whatever you're doing. Right. And that's kind of how I look at it. Like, oh, everyone likes this, but what he, he or she talked about wasn't really impressive. Like I, you like, I could do better than that. And like, look at me, I got nothing going on over here. And like, that's, that's what I do not want in my life. And I see that everywhere I go, like everywhere, especially like online and everything. But if you just like at work and I'll hear a girl say, oh, my hair's better. Like (laughs) I literally hear that or like they get, oh, that ass is fake. Like I've heard that it ain't real. Like, okay. (laughs) It's like, that's crazy that people like let it consume them. Yeah, I think I think social media has a big part in that. Um, if you're if you're talking about people's body types and and their their hair style and stuff like that, I want to talk about specifically women because I think on social media women have it hard. Not that men don't have a hard too, but I'm specifically talking about women right now. Um, Photoshop is a real thing. It's not yeah. just a real thing with celebrities. It's a real thing with Sally down the street. You can download an app for free or pay like $2 a picture, get your butt shaped nice and round, get your, get your hips, um, uh, photoshopped and get your waist photoshopped. And then you have these girls who are online and they're like, oh my gosh, like Sally has 10,000 likes on her picture, but look at her butt. How can I get my butt to look like that? Honey, you will never get your butt to look like that unless you Photoshop. And so a lot of people aren't realizing that and that's, they're comparing, they're comparing that as well. And that's just, it's not healthy. We're comparing ourselves to something that we can never strive for unless we get plastic surgery or we Photoshop our pictures. Uh, Yes, that's true. I didn't even think of that really. (laughs) Like I know Photoshop, I know people Photoshop and everything, but like just to get some likes, like that's, that's crazy. Yeah, but that's a society. That's another thing. That's a society that we live in. We, um, and that's that's what sometimes gets me depressed too. I post motivational pictures and um, I talk about things to better other people. And sometimes I compare and I'm like, oh my gosh, I only have this many likes, whereas this person is posting pictures of a thong bikini posing in a sexy way, and she's got like hundreds of thousands of likes. Oh my gosh, one. I have to stop comparing myself to those people. But two, I have to stop seeing it as how many likes I'm getting. If I'm one person, shouldn't that be enough? And so that's what I've had to get out of my head too. If I'm motivating one person, shouldn't that be enough for now? Yes, I want to be an entrepreneur. Yes, I want to create my own business and I want to help other people and be a motivational speaker. But if the likes and the money is my number one priority then I see it as ingenuine. Right. And I now, have also, to get that out of my own head. Yeah. Also, you have to know your audience. Like, would you want to post a picture like someone else did to get likes and get those fans? And then they don't even care about the stuff you actually care about. They only want to see you in a bikini or whatever. Yeah. Like, they don't want to see your your motivational speeches or anything you're working on. Yeah. It's like, that's how I look at it. It's 
And like, I'm trying to build my own audience and I'm not trying to use these, like, like they have like apps and stuff where you can get like, you can like, you just follow everyone and then they follow you. It's like, no, I want people to follow me that actually like me for me. So I'm just going to pump content out. Yes. No, there's going to be zero views for a while, mm-hmm. but eventually someone's going to watch it and eventually more people watch it. And then it's uh, organic. Yeah. yeah. It's all organic. And yeah. we are like, I can talk to everyone and everyone can talk to each other. It's like, it's so much better that way than having an audience that doesn't care about what you do. Yeah. They care about the way that you look instead of what message you're trying to put out. Yes. So I know we were going to talk, talk about law of attraction, but we kind of didn't, <laughs> which is fine. Well, we, we actually did because all of that goes into the law of attraction creating the tribe that you want believing Mm -hmm. that you are enough all of that stuff writing it down on paper that's the law of attraction is when you start creating that tribe that you want when you start writing it down and believing it and actually implementing it that is a law of attraction because then what's going to happen is the universe or god or whoever you believe in is going to start bringing you those things they're going to start bringing you more views because you're putting out more videos yeah well how do you and what's your version of law of attraction? My version of it? Yeah. What is your personal definition of it? Like, how do you believe? What you put out into the universe, you will receive. If you're putting out negativity, the universe is going to give you negativity. If you're putting out positivity, the universe is going to give you positivity. If you are saying, I don't want to be in debt for the rest of my life. You're still thinking about debt and you still have debt in your mind. But if you say something like abundance and all of the money is coming to me, I know that the universe is going to give that to you. And a perfect example of that is I took a dollar bill one day. I took this from the movie, the secret. If you have Netflix, you should watch it. It's called the secret. It's on Netflix. It's about the law of attraction. Um, I took a dollar bill and I put a bunch of zeros next to the one. I put it up on my wall and I said, you are going to have this money someday. You will have money. Random money will come to you. Two weeks later, I got a check in the mail for $250 because I overpaid on my car insurance. (laughs) That's that's pretty crazy. (laughs) Yeah. And that really happened. Yeah. So things like that. And, um, that's funny because I, my goal of this year is to be debt free. Yeah. So it's funny, funny you brought that up. You don't want to be because the universe, the universe sees what you see as well. So if you're saying, I don't want to be in debt for the rest of my life, the universe is not going to hear, I don't want to. The universe is going to hear debt for the rest of my life. And you're going to get the bills piled on and piled on. But if you say, I am going to be financially free someday, the universe is going to give you that. And the secret to that also is, You can't just say it. You actually have to do it. So if that means that for a while you have to pick up those extra shifts to get that money that you want, then that's what you have to do. In the meantime, when you're when you're getting that extra money from the shifts that you're working, then you're then you're working on your own business and then the money's going to come from that. 
Yeah. So you have to do half the work while the universe is the other half. Right. And that's, that's, I flip it in my mind too. I don't say this year I want to be debt free. I say more, I say I get a bonus in March, March 3rd. I'm mm-hmm. going to take that, throw it all at my car and pay it off. And I'll, I'll pay off my car one year earlier than it's supposed to. Yeah. Then I take that, pay off another bill and another bill. And that's what I'm going to do this year. I, yeah. I, it's like a football play. Like I'm going, you're not football players. Aren't going to be like, like, Oh, I'm going to beat the other team. It's okay. we got to practice this play and they visualize the play play by play. And it's like, that's what I'm doing. I'm visualizing how I'm going to be debt free, not just I'm going to be debt free. Well, what's the plan? That's what I visualize. Yeah. So it's like I try to reword it so it's more like believable to myself. Yeah. Instead but of just. Sure, I, but make sure when you are talking about paying off that bill that you're not visualizing bills, that you're visualizing paying things off. Yes. As well. Yes, that's what I'm visualizing. Yeah. Yeah. And I, 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 I'm a strong proponent of that of visualization. That's yeah. how I got out of my my hole. I, I spent every single day, every day, meditating and journaling and talking in the mic, and doing whatever I could every day. And it's a skill. I just now it's a skill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's become I, second nature to you. Yeah. I used to suck at it because I'm like, what am I doing meditating? Like, I don't even know what I'm doing. And I still, like, don't know what I'm doing, but I, like, feel comfortable. Like, yeah. I, I visualize gratitude every single day. Yeah. So I, th- I think about what I'm thankful for. Yeah. Even for the bad things. Got to thank the bad things, too. That's very important, too. You brought up a good point. I did a video on YouTube about the law of attraction. One of the, one of the key components of the law of attraction is gratitude, being great, thankful for what you already have. And I used an example of if you're complaining about, you know, those people that complain about everything in their life and they're just constantly oh, yeah. complaining and they're not grateful for anything and you do something nice for them, but they're, they still have something negative to say about what you did for them. It's like, well, I don't want to do something for that person ever again because they're just going to complain about it, right? Life works right. the same way. If you're constantly, like, if, if life is giving you a lesson and you're like, oh, my God, like, this sucks. Like, seriously, like, I can't get anything better. Life is going to be like, all right, I'm giving up on her because I don't feel like t- listening to this negativity anymore. You have to be grateful for what you already have in order to receive what you want. Yes. Yeah, if you're not grateful for what you have, you're not going to be grateful for what you will have. Yeah. Exactly. Because life is going to be like, well, if she's not grateful for this right now, I don't really want to go the extra mile for her because she's probably just going to complain about it. Yeah. So law of attraction is basically you're you're using your mind to manifest what you want. Yeah, it's all it's it's. A lot of it is in your own mind. Mm -hmm. using the law of attraction as a way to catapult yourself into the life that you want. And an example, example that I like to use of that is um, Buddhism. Now, Buddha is a story. 
And Buddha is the ideal goal of what you want to strive to be. So you use Buddha as your motivator. Life is the same way. You use the law of attraction and you use to use a law of attraction to kind of at first trick yourself kind of, you know what I'm, you know, what I'm trying to say kind of yeah. that to, um, motivate yourself. It's like something, it's like a, um, like a helping tool, like a study guide. Yeah. If, if, if life is a test, it's your study guide to help you get there. Mm -hmm. Same with like Buddhism. It's you want to reach enlightenment and self-actualization. So you're going to use Buddha as the perfect example of someone who has reached it and you're going to follow in his footsteps what he's done to get there yourself. Right. You follow the rules of the law of attraction, you'll get there. Right. To yeah. Reaching that enlightenment, that what nirvana they call it. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. State of being. Yeah. And yeah, I told I totally get that. But like we have to like understand that what Buddha did, we can't do because we're not Buddha. Right. We need to we need our own state of enlightenment. So what makes you enlightened? Who knows? It could be video games. Yeah, right. It could be anything. Like you maybe you do the video game uh with um competitions or whatever, or maybe yeah. you want to make make one, or maybe you meet a best friend on there and like you hit it off, it's like something crazy like good happens. I don't know. Yeah. It, it could be anything. What is your enlightenment? Right. So what's right. what's your what's your enlightenment? My enlightenment is doing yoga and meditating and journaling, reading. I love astrology. That's my enlightenment. And and what I what I want to reach, whereas Buddha wanted to reach the highest state of enlightenment and complete peace, I want to reach a point where I can work for myself and I can quit my job and I can be my own boss. Yeah. And to get there, I do I do meditation and I and I speak to people and I join clubs that are going to get me there. Mm -hmm. And like you said, for other people, it, it might be different. And that goes back to the comparison of so and so has a salary job and I'm still working hourly and I'm barely getting paid anything. Well, it's like you have a different life plan than that person. You have a different goal than that person. Maybe life has something different in store for you. Maybe that person who has a salary job, maybe that's their life path. Maybe that's what's right. good for them. But maybe what's good for you is starting your own company or working for a company that hasn't developed yet or that it's not the right time for you yet to have a salary job. Right. Yeah, we all have, have our different paths. And like you said, you might like like where I work now, it's not a bad job. I get paid well, meet a lot. I get to talk to people how I do with you every once in a while. I do get to do that, and I like that. I, it's very diverse. I get to learn a lot of things from different people, and I'm I'm moving around, so I I can at least get a little activity in my body, so I'm not like sitting down all day every day. It's good, but it's not what I want. And also, yeah. I need to know that it is a job, and what I do now, what I do, what I do now, if I never did it for a living. And the answer is yes. I would do my job and I would keep doing what I do here. And I would be happy I would be happy with that. I have to be happy with that. Yeah. Because 
that that's a big possibility. But also, it's a pot just as equal possibility of doing this for a living. And I'd be happy with that as well. A little bit more happier. (laughs) So uh, where can people follow you? And uh, I know you have a blog, a YouTube, an Instagram. Yeah. So if you follow my Instagram, um, zoe.is.woke, you can um, find my links to my YouTube and my blog under there. Um, and I do 60 second videos. Um, I'm starting to do them a couple times a week now because I found that a lot of people like the videos and they've reached out to me asking if I could do more of them. So I do yoga, I do those, I post quotes and stuff. And I'm actually going to be starting a class in blogging so that I can start um, reaching more people. Um, less active on the blog because I'm in the class right now. Um, but you can read the blogs that I have up right now and I will be posting more in the future. And then as far as my YouTube, my YouTube link is up as well. So cool. Yeah. You have, you have a link. Uh, is there a link tree? It's in your bio on your Instagram and click on it. If you click the link tree, then you'll go to a page where it says blog and it says YouTube. So you can click on either one of those links and it'll bring you to whichever site that you choose to click on. Right. And I, I enjoy the videos as well. I like them. Yeah. Do you, you have in, any uh, anything that's going to be coming up that as, you can share? As far as YouTube or like the Instagram stuff? Uh, just any of your uh, business. Like, are you going to do you have anything exciting that's coming up? Um, I do have a couple things that are coming up. One of them I can't share because I mm. want to share when it happens, but it's exciting. Um, the other is, um, like I'm going to, I'm just going to start kind of monetizing my, my blog and getting it out there and getting it bigger and posting a lot more. So definitely look out for more blog posts. Um, I do have a video on my um, Instagram coming out today, actually, that I'm going to post as well. Cool. So, yeah, so just look out for those things. Awesome. I do want to say your videos and posts are really relatable. I, I think a lot of people that I'm with, like at work, can relate to them very well. So, our generation, big time, any generation, but like, I just feel like our generation, big yeah. time. Yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> and, I wish you luck on your journey for public speaking. I'd like, I'd definitely let me know when you do that. Yeah, absolutely. And I wish you luck on your podcast as well. Thank you. Yeah. Um, one thing I ask everyone is what is one thing that you learned from someone else that made an impact on your life and changed your view on life? One thing that I learned is that I'm not perfect and sometimes I'm toxic. Sometimes I can be the toxic person and it's not everybody else. Sometimes Mm -hmm. there's things that I need to change about myself. And I have one friend in particular who um, really taught that about myself. I taught him a lot about himself and what, what he maybe needed to work on. And he in turn showed me a lot about what I need to work on in that. Um, Sometimes it's it takes two people to change and it's not always the other person. Sometimes we need to see our own flaws as well as 
as looking at other people's because looking at somebody else's flaw is wasting time when you could be changing yourself and bettering yourself instead of looking at somebody else. Look at what you can do differently. I love it. Sometimes I can be toxic. I know yeah. I can. Yeah, we all can. We are, and it's, it's okay. We all make mistakes. That's part of learning. We all hurt somebody by accident. We all are a little bit selfish sometimes and then take a step back and say, oh, well, like I could have been there for that person a little bit more. I could have said that differently.